Cricket Life Stories with me, Neil Kagram, and today we're joined by Sid Lahari. Sid, appreciate your time. No problem, Neil. So, um, you are the Director of Cricket at the Rajasthan Roars UK, yeah. based in Surrey. Yeah. Um, can you just talk us a little bit about your, your role? Okay, so basically, uh, my academy used to be called the Star Cricket Academy, which was based um, here from 2004 and in 2019 in Feb um, we had a brand partnership with Rajasthan Royals uh, my association with them uh, goes back quite a while now uh, but, uh, and uh, when Rajasthan Royals wanted to spread out uh, they want to have a global presence yeah uh, the first thing they wanted to do was to give something back to grassroots uh, cricket because if you look at uh, the way we kind of run most of our uh, programs um, even with our first team there are lots of young cricketers coming through the Rajasthan Royals um, uh, team so we are not very celebrity driven all the time so they wanted to have this global presence and that's how uh, that's how it all started with uh, us uh, starting this and I'm now heading the UK Academy so how did that affiliation come about? So, uh, in we were we were going to um, India as when we were Star Cricket Academy. We were making a lot of trips because a very good friend of mine is a guy called Zubin Marucha uh, and Romi Binder. Zubin is the technical director at Rajasthan Royals, and uh, uh, we started going to the World Cricket Academy those days, um, uh, and. Uh, so a lot of talented boys from our academy was going there. Zubin was already then um, working as the technical head of Rajasthan Royals. So the association started to happen. And then the lead owner, Manoj Badale, who's based in uh, England, um, I started to coach his son. We came to know about each other. Manoj was uh, very positive about the whole um, uh, Star Cricket Academy and the way we were running the academy and uh, he always wanted to have a presence here because a lot of our players are English players if you look at it you know Josh Butler, Jafra Archer, um, Ben Stokes, Liam Livingstone, Tom Curran now uh, you know Liam was there last year so there is that you know he wants to support English cricket and uh, he was always wanting to have uh, a presence here uh, and it all then, you know, once they decided that they're going to have this global uh, presence, uh, it was almost a no-brainer, so they wanted to brand partner us. So is the long-term aim for that, um, to get kind of young English players and then in the future, you know, embed them into like IPL teams going forward? Is that the main reason or is it other reasons? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, for example, at the moment, uh, there are lots, I mean, for example, Ollie Pope, who's now playing um, uh, for England. I mean, he was one of our students at Star. And obviously, the Surrey Cricket Academy has a big role in his development. I mean, I, I don't put my hand up and say everything is us. But there's, we've had a huge pipeline of young kids with whom we are working who are now made professional contracts. Um, yes, you know, the idea is that we're going to be able to spot talent early. Uh, the idea is that we are, you know, because we're even in India now, if you look at this year, in the auction, we've got players who are just in the under-19 India team, loads of youngsters. So then if there are 
if there is a talent, if there's a talent pool, which, which I'm pretty sure and I'm, I'm confident there is, um, you know, the English homegrown cricketers, if they come to our academies, if we see that they're talented, definitely we can put them across onto trials. Then rest is, you know, whether they do well and how it all pans. But yeah, there is definitely a pathway. And also, you know, we're trying to play, we're providing um, unbelievably good quality coaching throughout the year. So, you know, even if they're not playing for Rajasthan Royals, they'll be, we're hoping that, you know, we're increasing participation. So we're increasing uh, um, the more young kids coming through the system. So those guys could be playing for a county in which indirectly then would help English yeah. cricket. Uh, so, you know, if I, <coughs> if I look at our alumni, you know, Ryan Patel, Amar Verdi, Dan Douthwaite, Alex Milton, Phil Salt as well. These guys have all, you know, been to India, to our camps in Nagpur, which now is also a Rajasthan Royals um, enterprise. Uh, and has they've hugely been benefited from that, and they've they've been going when they were twelve, thirteen year olds, and they've been going not just once, like four times, five times, six times, in within that period. So then, when you see that they've made it, I'm not saying that is the only reason they've made it, but surely they have practiced at a much more challenging environment, which maybe some other kids haven't. So, yeah, it's I think it's a win-win. And let's talk about your background. Um, in India, I know you played cricket. Um, at what level did you play? You're an opening batsman, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, my, well, I mean, the reason you know, you know, we're even sitting here is there's a bit, you know, mine, mine is a is an unbelievable story. Sometimes I just feel I look back and think, you know, how it's all panned because I was playing uh, cricket in Bengal, uh, which is one of the cities. Uh, I played the junior levels and I was playing Premier League cricket. Uh, I was doing really well. But it's extremely competitive in India. And when I was 29 years old, I got an opportunity to come and do uh, some coaching badges here, which I took because I was thinking that I needed a second line uh, with cricket. Till that point, I was never interested in coaching. And I landed up in Middlesex um, and there was a guy called Phil Nappett, uh, who was heading the Middlesex coach education. And it was a level one and level two course. And he said to me that said, uh, you should go and do the level three. And that's the point when I'd come for th like a four day course. And I met a guy in the course who asked me to come and play in this club. So this is the Stoke Dabanon Cricket Club. And I still remember walking out here uh, and a guy called Chris Gudgeon, who was the chairman of Stoke Dabanon Cricket Club. Uh, and Andrew Patrick, who's now the chairman of Stoke Dabinon Trade Club, you know, they just came and shook hands with me and said, look, we, we don't pay players. It's a small club. It's like a small village club. We're in Fuller's League. Uh, we'd like the club to move on. You, you're here. Would you like to come and play and help with some coaching? And that's how it started. So literally from playing cricket in India, coming over, taking a flight, not really even having a plan that I'll settle. So then Middlesex recommended me for the level three. So then that was eight months later. Yep. So I did that. So I got an extension. I did that. And I was just coming in here. And as you see, you know, I mean, I don't know the camera, can, but, but just on that side is the ground. And there are a couple of nets. And I used to coach some kids, my first student 
was a boy called William Patrick, son of Andrew Patrick, who was one of the chairmen. And from one student, it has the journey has started. So one of uh, we had very close um, affiliation with a private school down the road called Parkside School. So the headmaster of Parkside School, the then headmaster, uh, David Mark Aylward, he was uh, the vice president of this club. So then the club introduced me to the school. I went to the school and the journey started from there. And you talk about um, the first student you got in, uh, probably the most famous, I would say, Oli Pope. Would you agree? Well, at the moment, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, and I'm, you know, I, listen, Ollie came when he was eight years old. Yeah, talk us me. through that kind of journey with yeah, him. Yeah, so by that time, we were at Parkside and David, you know, the headmaster, David Aylward, he had seen that promise. Uh, and he said to me that, uh, okay, you can do this as an academy. And uh, that's when all these kids started to come in, in one lot. So we had... Dan Douthwaite, who's now placed for Glamorgan, as an eight-year-old, a Parkside student. Ollie Pope, who was um, then eight years old. Ryan Patel, eight years old, placed for Surrey. Amaverdi, nine years old, placed for Surrey. Um, so these kids, Alex Milton, uh, eight years old. So all these kids, just a word of mouth. So one guy came, he then spoke about me. So I think the first person to come in was Ryan's dad. Sam, then Sam then goes and speaks to uh, Richard and Supo, and then you know they speak to another person, another person speaks to another person, and these kids started to come in to Parkside School on a daily, weekly basis to have coaching with me, and it just what stood those players out amongst the rest at a young age. Well, look, I, I, I've I've said this in my other interviews as well. I mean, I look at those guys, and 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 some. Look, there is an X factor here and there were kids who were possibly even better than these kids at that point of time. So to judge someone at a very early age is tough because, you know, parents and coaches and people get excited if they see talent at 10 and 11. But until it's just 16, 17, you don't really know whether you're going to make it. The one striking thing about all these names I've taken one, they were all very level-headed kids. So uh, emotionally, uh, I think they were quite balanced, uh, brave, uh, ready to sort of, you know, put that cap that we're ready to learn. So pretty uh, flexible in that way. Uh, and not they were not phased by disappointments because, you know, when you're that child of 10 and 11, if things go well, you're well excited. But if things don't go well, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, there's that fall that you know I'm not so happy. They're basically treating success and failure yeah, the same way. Well. Yeah, very well, very well. And technique-wise, cricket-wise, I think they were all keen to hit the ball. They were, they wanted to score runs. They were good fielders. So it, it there, there was that sort of edge that you know. Look, I, I look at someone like Amar Verdi. I mean. He could turn the ball even when he was nine years old. I look at Ollie Pope. Ollie would, he wouldn't be shy to hit a cricket ball. But if you look at Ollie, till 13 and 14, he wasn't getting a lot of chances as a batter. He was a keeper. 
He still is a keeper. He's a, he's a wonderful keeper. So the player development pathway changes. So, yeah, it all started at that sort of time. Uh, we were then able to feed these guys to Surrey County Cricket Club. And Gareth Townsend, who is the Surrey Academy director, I've got a great rapport with him. Um, and I've got huge respect for Alex Stewart. You know, I'm a personal friend with him. Uh, but those guys, you know, it was almost like a funnel that we were sending these guys. Um, you know, I was doing it. There's a, there's a guy, you know, Alex's brother, Neil, was doing it because Neil runs a similar kind of setup. So we were trying to put, put in these players to Surrey with one goal that we get more Surrey badges out from those things. And the Surrey Academy program is also extremely solid. Garrett does a great job. So it's been a teamwork yeah. with people like Popey. Welshie at Cranley when Pope Ollie because Ollie I, 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 I lost a little bit of contact with Ollie when he was 15 because he was at a boarding school and it happens when the kids go to boarding school they have a very different life but till 15 I did huge amount of work with him and I think that's a bit of a foundation which he says in his interviews as well that those foundations were important but then again Welshie did a lot of work with him at Cranley so yeah that's how all this journey you know it was quite fascinating and they've all been to India. So they were going there in India and they were facing adults. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, Phil Salt, who the place was Sussex. I mean, you know, guys like him were like, they would cry in India because it was, it was so tough. But if, but that has been a, you know, huge thing. I mean, uh, uh, Keith Medlicott, who, you know, as, as you know, we're now in Reed School. Um, our, our home is Reed School. And Med has done a lot of work with Salt because he was a Reed's student. But when he went to India, he hit the same. So we've, we've tried to create that environment of high-octane pressure, high-octane um, training for the elite players. So you know the academy as it is at the moment, yep. um, does it have any affiliation with specific counties or is it just, as you say, you're bringing in the elite players at age group level yep. and then feeding them into so, various counties? How does so, it, how, what's the so I'll tell you how, how it works. So first of all, we don't want to call ourselves elite because I think, I don't, you know, we, we've got the elite player platform and we have cricket for all. But I always say that we are role models to the next generation. So, you know, we, we, we make a difference to the way they think. We want to make a difference to the way these kids think. We try to build confidence. Um, and when you look at uh, uh, how affiliation, we don't have any direct affiliation with any county. Uh, but we've got fabulous relationship with these guys because we are never in competition with the county. You know, if I say to my, if I say that I'm in competition with Surrey, it's just going to be, it's going to be a massive mistake. Uh, I, on the other hand, say that the the counties like Surrey and Hampshire and Middlesex and these kids come to us, you know. Because we are based at Surrey, I'll have to put my Surrey hat here a lot more. If Gareth and Alec don't want us, I think they see synergy because they know that it's good coaching. So they have they also have limitations as to how much time, you know, they can give to individuals because they've got to cater to a much larger program. So it helps. So we don't have an affiliation, but we've got a great relationship with all these guys. So if anyone wants to actually join the academy, can anyone join? Anyone, anyone. I mean, now, obviously, our marketing is a lot stronger, but it's a lot of word of mouth. And yeah, anybody, anyone can join. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. And then your affiliation with the actual Rajasthan Royals first team, yeah. um, 
you know certain press articles I've seen you yeah. pictures with like as you, yeah, as you yeah. mentioned yeah. Uh, Joff Archer yeah. Joss Butler yeah. uh, Ben Stokes yeah. um, what was your role been um, okay, over the so, years with you the know, our, our, our CEO um, Jake um, I mean, he's been a very forward thinking guy so when this brand partnership was happening the one thing we one, one thing which I have been very very blessed with is that they give me a lot of time with the first team which I think is great for us because, especially for me, because I, I see these, you know, I you know, spend time with Ben Stokes and Archers and Butlers and all these, and not and the Indian guys as well. And you see, and you see their training, you hear the coaches, you're looking, listening to the Zubin Maruchas and, you know, all these guys. And you, and you listen and personally, what it does is I can then bring that back. And I bring that back and I can, I can see where the game is changing as well, because I'm, you know, it's not just the Rajasthan Royals. You know, when we are playing, you know, when we are playing CSK, when we are playing other teams, you know, you're listening, you're listening, you're in that environment to see how the game is evolving, which then I can bring it back to my coaches. Uh, the coaches can bring it back to them. It's like a spiraling effect. And uh, Do you have one-on-one -on -one time with, with the players? Say, yeah. like, Stephen Smith? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was lucky last year. I mean, this year, I think, um, I'm, I've been in the entire process of say if it started with the trials so i was there so i could see that you know what are the what are they you know what are they looking for so then when you look into that and you think well it's not just rajasthan roles what is a what is a professional unit where's the game going what do, what is the player requirement so how i was taught was good because i respect my coaches but the game has moved on so we need to move on and that move on can only happen if you have first-hand experience. So that's a big USB which we will have as Rajasthan Rolls Academy here. Because we'll always be able to part that knowledge in. Uh, so I was in the trial process. And yeah, I mean, when I went last year, you know, I spent a lot of time to see how they train. You know, you see Smithy train, you see saw Rohane train, and you see these guys and you think, they're also human beings, you know. And, you know, they're normal people. They have that mode when they switch on, switch off, and all of those things. What, what are they working in their training sessions? What are the specific areas they want to work on the training sessions? I think it's just uh, unbelievable knowledge you can get as a, as a coach. So for my aspirations and, you know, I think, you know, as now I'm heading the whole UK, but I also do a lot of stuff in India. I think it's great. And as you said, like the game is developing, you know, 2020 cricket, five-day cricket. How is... Um, yourself as a coach um, have to adapt to that process hugely man uh, i mean look it's it's a, it's a it's a massive challenge because we have we have to understand that the the five day game is going to be there uh, it has got its challenges but it's there uh, we look at senior guys and we look at the players when they become pros and there's a talk about having a test match team having a one-day team and having a T20 team, three different teams. At the grassroots levels, I think that needs to be introduced because at the moment, the counties find it a bit challenging because see what happens, a young kid comes into bat, technically sound, but may consume a lot of balls. And if they consume a lot of balls and the strike rate doesn't improve, then they're possibly moved out of the system. But I think there is... I think the grassroots level, what needs to happen is we need to player identify really early where we see this kid could go on and play the longer duration game. 
this kit could play more on towards the shorter formats and changes can happen as they grow but the challenge for us is we can't now go out and say right this is your first 20 minutes this is what you do so we have to so the one line which has changed now from our point of view at our academy is we don't want people to just use the word positive because it's a very wide spectrum word what we would say is as a batter consistently look to score so there's a thin line there uh, don't go and just so it doesn't mean they go and slog got to got to respect the good ball but there's got to be that intent of scoring because the game is changing so those are the sort of changes which we have to adapt as coaches we can't have fixed ideas uh, we can't just think what well, that happened 10 years back should happen now do you think gone are the days of um, a player uh, can play across all formats no i think still people can play all formats if you're if your basic game and your technique, your foundation is solid, they'll play all formats. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, Virat Kohli plays all formats. Solid foundation. Kane Williamson, Joe Root, uh, Steve Smith. Uh, if you look at these guys, Butler, they're all playing all formats. Your game, your fundamentals have to be strong. I think Oli Pope will play all formats. Uh, if your fundamentals are not strong, then you're going to struggle. If you're just a branded T20 player, for you to move out and play test match cricket will be difficult. If you're a branded test match player, for you to come down and play T20 cricket could be difficult. So I think it's very much dependent on us coaches as to how we at the grassroots level teach and um, you know develop the game. Big massive role. Uh, it, it goes a bit unnoticed because we're always talking about the top, but the top only happens if the bottom plinth is strong. And obviously Rajasthan Rolls as a franchise, 2020 franchise, how do you view Test cricket well, look, or the I longer mean, form of the game? Well, look, I mean, they're, they're, we are always positive about the game in itself, but I think if you look at 2020 cricket, and there's a lot of talk about IPL, the two things about Rajasthan Rolls, first of all, I feel very proud that we are one of the franchises and, and, and full credit goes to the management, you know, Manoj and Ranjit. Manoj was the lead owner, Manoj Badale and the entire hierarchy, Zubin, Jake. If we look at that, we're not celebrity driven, right? A lot of youngsters get, I mean, look at, from the very beginning, Jadeja started uh, with Rajasthan Rolls. I mean, the young crop we've got now. You know, we had Riyan Parag last year. You know, he just come out of under-19 Indian, playing for a state in India. And we create those opportunities. I think, I think uh, what IPL has done, what these tournaments have done, is they've brought in fearless cricket. And if you think about it, it has, at the end of the day, it has to be commercially viable. Even test match cricket, people enjoy if you send people to watch test match cricket, and we had one in India recently, which was done by Saurav Ganguly, our BCCI president, which was in Eden Gardens, which was a day and night test match. Yeah. And the crowd was full. But if you look at Lords, we look at... It is only entertaining now because test matches are result-oriented. I think there's a myth here about T20 and longer version. Um, as I said to you earlier, if, the fund if your fundamentals are right, you will play all the formats. And also... Uh, the T20 experience, IPL, BB, and all the big bash and whatever is going on, is only making the players more confident. They're making the game entertaining. And at the end of the day, people are not going to come to watch even test match cricket nowadays. If you watch five days and it's a tame draw, 
those days are gone you know i remember as a child you know going to eden gardens and watching um, india play england and i remember that england england scored about you know 400 something i was on the ground as a ball boy and uh, we matched it you know azruddin scored 100 ravi shastri is the coach now scored 100 but the game was a draw i don't th- that time there was not there wasn't anything so there was not much media people would go and watch it used to be an event having a test match but now it's not like that you know there's cricket every day on television so why would you want to go and watch five day cricket if the mode of cricket doesn't change so i'm all for the positivity you know we want to go out there and see the bowlers bowl we want to go out there and see the batters hit some shots and make it entertaining so i think test matches now become a lot more entertaining than what used to so i think it'll always have a positive influence and specifically now coaching what makes a good coach uh man listen <laughs> so again i think coaching has different i this is my personal opinion coaching at the top is more on man management skills i think when you're coaching the top cricketers in the world i don't know whether because they have a game it's my personal opinion it could be wrong you know they have a game it's difficult to change a game which you are when you're a pro very difficult so i think it's more about managing personalities at that level but at the grassroots levels from where the next generation of cricketers would come in the first and foremost thing is knowledge not what you know and we say this not what we know what are the what my students are understanding what is the knowledge am i able to simplify the process of learning one secondly a coach has to be positive so if you come in for a session with me whether i give you the best cricket lesson or not i must you must leave the center feeling positive about it so that's a massive thing it's all encouragement you know because i am the role model you know i am trying to have a huge impact on that child's life or the young guy or young girl's life because they're coming with an expectation to learn and there's a line between uh you know you know again there's a line between building a rapport having the balance having that you know you know there's discipline there's respect but then also the the boy or the student has or the girl wants to come back to you every week and that happens when they feel positive about the whole thing so patience hard work you know for someone like me you know if you look at me you know i you know i i i'm super blessed where i've reached i don't think so i had that expectation that nobody knew me in england i didn't play 50 test matches to come to a different country to establish what i've established i feel proud but more than that i feel i am making a difference to some of these young people and if they can go back in in our academy the parents love to come because it's their de-stressing effect so that's the sort of difference we want to make we want them to be you know happy people and how do you rate yourself as a coach uh, well i'm uh, i i try you've uh, uh, developed some of the uh, you know the youngsters coming through the yeah. england setup yeah. rub shoulders with yeah well i mean best i best in the world well i would say if you ask me about myself i could do three things i work hard i want to improve every day because 
I don't think so that learning can stop. I really don't think that anybody can put their hand up and say I'm well learned. So I hope that uh, coaching thought process in cricket changes uh, and you know personally I just as I said I keep trying uh, and I try to improve. I read a lot. I try to understand the psyche of every kid who walks into our academy. When I go to IPL and when I see the professionals you know, I try and try and understand what goes through their minds, the pressure, uh, expectations. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm improving and, and I will keep doing that till I'm in this profession. And the young players that we should be looking out for in the future? Oh, plenty, mate. Um, if you can name, name a I few. will name, well, I know it's difficult. It's difficult, but there's loads, you know, we, in, in our academy at the moment, we have a kid, there's a kid called Krish Patel. Um, outstanding talent, I think, but again, he's got to keep working Batsman. hard. Batsman. Um, Tom Bates, Luke Webster, Rohan Gupta, Kalen Patel, Aryan Patel, uh, Amit Khan, Cameron Ellis. We, I mean, I, I don't know, Vip Patel. I don't, mate, listen, at the moment, we've loads of them. Krishanan, the loads of them are going. You feel play. they're good enough to go on? You know, you don't want to put pressure on. Do you know what? No, no, none of them are. Look, nobody is under any pressure. Uh, but there is a serious talent pool here. Serious talent pool. Uh, there's a huge amount of um, county representation, uh, starting from age 10, 9. Uh, you know, we've got kids, you know, 12 years old, Tom Pitts and uh, Zach Perkins, 10 years old. But there were so many. I can't just name one or two. So the talent is huge. Who will make it? Don't know. That again depends on personality and hard work and persistence because we are in this unique country where you don't just have to play cricket to become successful. But when we go back to India and you start playing cricket, your dream is to just play cricket. So we are in this country where if you don't want to play cricket at 16, fair enough. You know, uh, there's huge support, parental support system, so they can do anything in that. So it's a, it's a love for the game and that's again our role that we keep them interested in the game. Uh, but I think very soon at the junior level, under 15 and under 19, I'm hoping that we will see some representation. We've got huge representation in the counties. Loads of kids from our academy are playing for Surrey in the county age groups. Uh, for Hampshire, uh, at Middlesex. Um, at Yorkshire so yeah you know as you say there's a guy called Yash um, he's at Yorkshire so there's loads loads so let's see who makes it and um, any like closing words words of wisdom that you might have see look, look as you look back look forward as well so a couple of things I mean I'm proud of my team so let me say this to you I started this as Star Cricket Academy uh, with a few boys, few young boys, um, you know, to, the, who are working with me now. Tom, my head coach, Tom Tremewen, uh, Matthew Cassans, my very good friend Derek Adjus from the Caribbean Islands, a young kid called Marcus Ruffle, Alex Clinton, uh, Ollie Ognall. These are young kids who help who help us out. We're going for a big recruitment drive. We'll have a few more young guys. What has been a very good 
what's been really what makes me proud is some of these kids were like you know like for example tom and math matthew were in their early 20s when they started really early 20s and they were as disillusioned as i was they didn't know whether this was the future i was no one and i remember having conversations with them but where do they see their future because they were giving a lot of time uh i'm proud that they have all got a career now so i'm very happy that i can contribute that i also think that if somebody wants to make this a career you've got to make some sacrifices and the biggest sacrifice is that our working hours are odd when people come back home we go to work because on a weekday we work in the evenings because that's when you can coach kids on the weekends we don't have a weekend off i can't remember when was my last time i had a saturday sunday off because you have to work on a saturday and sunday but if you make the sacrifices i personally feel that if i mean look at this mate i mean if a boy from india knowing no one can make create something like this that are that an ipl enterprise like rajasthan royals who are, ma- who are massive wants to come and brand partner us i always feel anything is possible in life but it's all you know i'm all about hard work i'm all about dedication and i'm all about the passion for the game we can't work for the hour as i said to you earlier we as cricket coaches would never make um that amount of money um i also think that we need the support i'm lucky at the moment um uh, you know i'm at reed school i was at parkside previously you know i've had the support of you know david now uh, mark hoskins the headmaster at reeds extremely supportive of the whole thing keith medlicott my dear friend you know ex england player he he wants rajasthan royals academy to grow he supports us he's like our mentor uh, because we can't, i mean i can't build a facility i haven't got the money to build a facility is 3 million pounds i can't build it so we need the support and if the support comes and more and more people will do this we want to create many more academies in england i'm sure they will all help english cricket we'll see a lot of homegrown cricketers you know it's a great pride i mean i was talking to gareth townsend the surrey academy director the other day and he and i said to him and i same thing i was talking to alec stewie and i say I mean, they must be feeling so proud you know you've got popi even sibo you know who's now at warwickshire but was a sorry uh, grad you know this tom curran sam curran you know uh, it's just they're all homegrown cricketers rory burn suddenly in england we've got back to that style that english homegrown cricketers play for england massive thing you know uh, so yeah i just hope that we keep doing that i just hope um uh, uh we get many more popes and also you know as i said we are not elitist i want lots of people to come out and play which we do you know because that builds confidence you know they'll be club cricketers they'll be you know, they might go and do work for the city but they come out on a saturday and play sport you know at an at an early age in this generation of you know you know all these games and you know things which go on xboxes and playstations it's great to come and play sport so i just want to keep doing it and i hope we'll see many more kids coming in and participating oh said uh really appreciate your time today uh fantastic journey to where you got to um 
you know, best of luck for, for the future. Neil, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, mate. Sid Lahari, Cricket Last Stories, New York Thank you.